0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Ruben Torres and Luther Bays, and we are live. Hi. But-
2: President, I want to raise an issue that I think has been lurking out there for two or three weeks and cast it specifically in national security terms. You already are the oldest president in history, and some of your staff say you were tired after your most recent encounter with Mr. Mr., uh, Mondale. Um, I recall yet that President Kennedy had to go for days on end with very little sleep during the Cuba Missile Crisis. Is there any doubt in your mind that you would be able to function in such circumstances? Not at all. Mr. Trudnow and, and I want you to know that also I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience.
1: <laughs> okay, and folks, welcome to tonight's edition of Students, Students for a Better Future Radio, sponsored by the 501c3 nonprofit Students for a Better Future dot com. Um, and uh, tonight we have a great show planned for you. Um, we're going to be bringing all the latest on the election um, and and where the candidates stand, and and also we're going to be getting into a different area a little bit later on in the show. We're going to be talking about the cultural Marxists and how that this plays into where we are today. Um, and so, uh, and uh, I talk uh, with my hosts. And they both have something to say. And, Luther, I want to go to you first, because you had mentioned something to me. Go ahead, Luther. You want to talk about the vets? Yep.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about the vets. Um, people in this country, anybody that can help these vets, they should help these vets. Um, I've been about an issue with a vet that needs help. They're not helping them. Not, but at least they're not putting them in jail. But the problem with this country is we don't take care of our vets. In the 1980s, in Jackson Prison, State Prison in Michigan, two-thirds were vets. I'm sure one-third didn't need to be there. They needed to be in hospitals. So that's what we do to our veterans. We don't take care of them. And that's all i got to say for that.
1: Um, Okay, go ahead, Ruben. Do you want to join in?
3: Well, yeah, the vets are... They need a lot of help, and, uh, you know, this this whole thing about that, uh, not, not the best, but the, the, some of our military, a majority of our military has to pay back their, their enlistment bonus. The nerve of these politicians and, and, and the corruption in Washington to, to basically go ahead and, and also the Defense Department and the military to go ahead and, and, and take money away from these individuals that are fighting to defend our freedom and are sacrificing, taking time away from their families. It's, you know, it's I just disgusting. heard that. It's, it's disgusting how, how, how corrupt our government has become, and we need to stop, and that's where Donald Trump comes
1: in.
2: Can I address what religious just said?
1: Yes, go ahead.
2: I was told today there were some military men going on a mission, and they're offered extra money to do this mission. Well, they didn't co- conquer the mission. Now they're asking them to pay the money back.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's
2: totally unbelievable. Yeah, it is. They go in there with honor, and then they and they do with their job, and they weren't succeed. Well, why don't you make it bonus pay if they win? But don't do this. Let's, I just can't believe that. Right. Uh,
1: so basically, um, what they're saying is, is that we ha- haven't been taking care of our vets. Uh, and, and I don't know how Obamacare is with that either. Um, you know, so w- where that all comes into play. There's a gal I want to mention her name. Um, uh, her name is, uh, is Ann, uh, and she uh, has joined us several times on on air, she actually does concerts for vets. Uh, I will have her name again at the end of the show, Um, but there are great people out there that are doing fundraisers for our vets and um, helping them out, especially, you know, with their illnesses. Um, So, and and along that note, uh, I want to switch the topic to the current election and WikiLeaks. Okay. Um we during this past weekend the director of WikiLeaks, by the way, has passed away. I wanted to mention that to everybody. Um it's not Juliana Sun. Sun. is is someone else, but the director has passed away and WikiLeaks is continuing to come out with information about the Hillary Clinton Foundation. And what you know, what is exposed and, and all of the emails. Um, and so, uh, Ruben,
3: um, you want to talk about that? Well, yeah. Um,
1: you know, as I said last week,
3: the uh, in order for Julius Assange to basically do what he's doing, he has to be basically protected by a lot of very powerful individuals or a powerful country. And I think the fact that he, he has revealed so much Information about the Democrats and about the the, the the Clintons. It shows that he is a very 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 powerful influential individual, and I and I think that that the media has downplayed the whole weekly because they're trying to protect their 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 girl, you know, Hillary. Right. It's, it's they won. It's who they want. And, and they're going to do all they can to basically keep the WikiLeaks uh, information out of sight, out of mind. But let me put it this way: a lot of people who are not very political uh, have told me that the things that have been revealed are very significant, when they go to vote, so I think I think the whole the whole the whole Democrat, the whole Democratic process of the Democratic uh, Party is to basically oversample and over state how good Hillary is doing. And that is to discourage Republican voters and we cannot allow that to happen. We need to go in droves to go to the voting, uh, the polling centers stations and vote because this election can be won by Donald Trump. And it will be lost by, by Hillary. So don't let the media and don't let the, um, the political class allow you allow them to control your destiny.
1: It Seems to be, Ruben, that the media, um, particularly CNN, MSNBC, and perhaps to Ford Seven, and, and those news agencies are just an extension of the Democratic wing. And if right. I recall re- reading in one of Podesta's emails, he had them all over for dinner at his house one day. And Something that so, bad. yeah, it, it it goes to show how how close they are with one another. So, so on those channels, they're not playing the WikiLeaks. Which is very no, no. relevant to to the to the election. Um, you know what? In fact, on this subject, I watch BBC sometimes. I actually think BBC is better than them. <laughs> it, it is, <laughs> that's the, that's the British true. Broadcasting Network. I, I I
3: get a lot of my news from the Guardian. The Guardian, who's a British newspaper, also the. Uh, Spanish newspapers in Europe. A, a lot of my information I get is from the the European uh, uh, based papers.
1: Right, because we're not getting anything, you know, accurate. Uh, you know, Fox News. We have Fox News. They're supposed to be fair and balanced. You know. But well,
3: you know, I, I I I have my doubts about um, Fox, Fox News, News. now. Right, Fox News to me has drastically changed ever since Rupert Mur- Murdoch, his uh, his son took over. And also, we have to remember that 30% of Fox is owned by a Middle Eastern Saudi Arabian sheikh. Okay, so I
1: I wouldn't put too much faith in what Fox also says. Uh, so we have to pull our news source from different areas. We are one
3: we source. We are one source right here. This show is one source.
1: Yes. And um, so I, I want to get into uh, our next topic. Um, I don't know if our guest is on the line. Joe, can you hear me? Or Matt, are you on the line? Uh, okay. If not, I can take this. Um, take this one by myself. It's I have,
3: I have, questions for you. I had questions for Dr. Apple. So if you want, I can ask. Yeah. That. Okay.
1: I, I don't I don't hear them on the line. Um, so anyhow, uh, and everybody knows this is kind of my expertise. It's mm-hmm. a, a dangerous topic that I want to, to bring into everybody. However, they're not seeing it as dangerous. Uh, It's called cultural Marxism. And have you guys heard of that term? Ruben, have you heard of that term? I I, I, Um, I, 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 have. Luther, have you heard of that term?
2: uh, No, I was looking at it today, reading up on it a little bit. Uh, Can I address something before before he answers that phone? I want to address other uh, quick Wiki quickly,
1: links. yes, because We have to move on
2: okay, uh, on the weekly links, um, what's going on is Hillary really shouldn't be allowed to run to begin with, okay, and if we if the people want to change this, yeah. we also we also got to vote to do Congress and with Donald Trump. We have to have new people in Congress to stop this kind of stuff,
1: yes, uh, but and also along that note. Whether Donald Trump wins or loses, by the way, he has exposed a lot of the corruption, and including the Republican Party. Uh, so I want to mention that to everybody. But, okay, uh, on to the tonight's topic, uh, cultural Marxism. And I had mentioned that it is deadly, because it is deadly. Um, it has left millions of Europeans dead, starving, um to a lesser degree, it is known as political correctness, okay? And if, you know, in today's politics, well, okay, if you look at Donald Trump, when he speaks, he doesn't speak political correctness. And I'll be honest with you, that kind of excites a lot of people. But it, in the past... If you were a politician, or okay, if you are a politician, and it's even tr- true today, okay, if you mention talk out of line or say anything off the beat, you're easily a racist or homophobe. That's another one, or sexist, or or, or whatever. Okay, um, it, it's something. It's a name. It's a name-calling tactic, and. It applies the ta- uh tactic of attack and destroy. Okay, and uh, what I mean by his attack is the name calling is the attack. They'll call you a racist. Okay, I think Paula Dean. Do we all remember the story of Paula Dean? Yes.
3: The,
1: she was a, she was the cook. Okay,
3: Same, right, and famous
1: she was. A, yes, and she, she was accused or her organization was accused of racism. Um and b- because I, I don't know how true it was, but you know, she was accused of that. Uh you can be accused of racism just by for example, um okay, here's a good example. A, a black can marry a um a, a white. But that would not be called racism. Okay? Or, 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 for example, a, if, a, if a white uh, um, and he doesn't, doesn't says, want to marry a black, doesn't want to marry a day, black. Am, the old okay, if a white doesn't want to marry a black, she can be called a racist or he. And that's what we mean by the, the Marxist nature. It's It's almost like a double standard. Um, if you notice, we have groups like, um, for example, the NAACP, okay, the National Advancement of Color People. Uh, that is, in our book, that is a racist group, okay. Um, and also, by the way, so so would be the the uh, other one, the the National Advancement of White People, uh, you know. Um, but cultural Marxism deals with the double standard like that, but let me get into the fact on um, where it comes from. Cultural Marxism is a branch of Western Marxism. It's different from Marxism-Leninism of the old Soviet Union, okay? The Marxism-Leninism of the old Soviet Union was economic Marxism, which is something different. And uh, cultural Marxism is commonly known as today multiculturalism or the political correctness from its beginning the promoters of cultural marxism have known they could be more effective if if they concealed the marxist nature of their work which is what they did nobody figured this out um so let's go back to the early 1900s because this is the beginning of the cultural marxists and um and, and, and by the way, a lot of people think that cultural Marxism began in the 1960s when we had all those, you know, student revolutions and whatnot. But no, it actually began immediately after World War I. Um and, and the Marxist theory had predicted that in the event of a big European war, the working class all over Europe would rise up to overthrow capitalism and create communism. But when war came in 1914, and it did not happen, when it finally did happen in, in Russia in 1917, workers in other European countries did not support it. Okay, so uh, so back during that time period, um, you you had w- what happened was is in other European countries who did not support what happened in Russia, those other European countries had strong middle class uh, and also Christianity and, and whatnot. So um, independently, there were two Marxist theorists. One was Antonio Gramsci in Italy, and the other one was George Lukacs in Hungary came to the same answer. They said this, they said Western culture and the Christian religion what they thought had blinded the working class To its true Marxist class interest That communism was impossible in the West Until both could be destroyed And in 1919, Lukács asked Who will save us from this Western civilization That same year when he became Deputy Commissioner for Culture In the short-lived Bolsheba- Belakon government in Hungary One of Lukács' first acts was to introduce sex education in Hungary's public schools. He knew that if he could destroy the West's traditional sexual morals, he would have taken a giant step in destroying the Western culture himself. Okay, so what happened was, is these theorists, what they did was, and in particularly Hungary, um, when Lukacs was appointed c- commissioner for culture, okay, he the first thing he did. In, in the public schools, there was installed sex education. Okay, and if we look at United States schools today, what do we have? We have sex education, and it's been around for a while. Okay, and I believe sex education in the K-12 through system is um, also um, uh, t- takes a lot of its guidance from Planned Parenthood. So that's another thing we have, to, we have to look into because, you know, the, that's another quasi organization there. In 1923, inspired in part by Lukacs, then a group of German Marxists established a think tank at the Frankfurt University in Germany, and they called it the Institute for Social Research. This institute, soon known simply as the Frankfurt School, would become the creator of cultural Marxism. Okay, very important, because now we have a whole set of theorists, um, and and now it's going to come into the United States education system. So what happened was, to translate Marxism from economic into cultural terms, the members of the Frankfurt School, and their names are Max Horkheimer, Theodore Adorno, Wilhelm Reich, Eric Fromm, and Herbert Marcuse, they were the most important. What they had to do was contradict Marx on several points. They argued that culture was not just part of what Marx had called society superstructure. It was an independent and very important variable. And they also said that the working class would not lead a Marxist revolution because it was becoming part of the middle class, the hated bourgeoisie. So who, who would lead that revolution? That's what they asked themselves. They came down and they thought of this. In 1950, Marcuse answered the question. He says, in, and in his it's one of his books, the coalition of blacks, students, feminist women, and homosexuals. And what do we have? We had, we had the 1960s. Came a decade later, you had the student uprisings on college campuses. You had the feminist, the the women's movement, the feminist movement, homosexuals, and you had the blacks. So how how did this come to America? Well, okay. Um, When Hitler came into power in Germany in 1933, the Frankfurt School fled. Why? Because they knew Hitler was going to kick them out anyhow. Okay. And they reestablished itself in New York City, and and actually New York City, what I mean by uh, actually a Columbia University, um, and that's where they established a wing there called the Social Research Institute. It therefore shifted from focus from destroying traditional Western culture in Germany to destroying it in the United States, and to do so, what these people did was they invented critical theory. Okay. And if you notice while you're on campus, you see, you see all these courses that say critical whiteness studies. Okay. That's one of them. Critical African studies. um, You know, critical this. Okay. Critical queer theory. I've seen that one. And, um, you know, and, all that is, is to make the um, ruling class feel bad about themselves. Uh, so, or it says to criticize every traditional institution, starting with the family, brutally and unremittingly in order to bring them down. Um, it, this also critical theory wrote a series of studies in prejudice, which said that anyone who believes in traditional Western culture is prejudiced a racist, a sexist, a fascist, and also mentally ill. So um, you, now you have this theory coming into the education system. And by the way, Columbia University is a major hub for the education of young teachers. So now you have your young teacher's Learning this, they're saying, "Ooh, wah 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 wah," you know. And then, and by the way, they also changed some of the terminology to social justice. You know, social justice sounds good. Well, let's push it, you know, on the kids in the K through um, twelve. And and Ruben and Luther, you can stop and ask me a question anytime.
3: I I. I have, oh, you're yeah. probably
1: just listening, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I,
3: uh, okay, so. So basically my first question to you, uh, Doreen, would be what is the purpose of the ide- ideology of, the, of, of cultural Marxism, in your opinion?
1: Yeah, okay, I, it's, it's not only my opinion by the way, Breitbart too, and a few others have researched this it is to deconstruct Western society in order to reestablish and build up under their their type of their new society, uh, in in this case United States right now would be socialism, which opens the door to communism. And by the way, Common Core is a result of this. Um, but so so right. that is the main purpose: to pin one group against the other, to pin the blacks against the whites, the men against the women, so that. You Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Nope, she, so she got she got lost. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
2: well, no. I, I, I have
3: I have a I have a, a set of questions here. Well, well. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll continue with the show. Uh, I think I think this whole culture Marxism uh, Luther also has to do with. Has to do with Judeo-Christian, uh, the whole Judeo-Christian values, uh, basically trying to erase uh, the whole how America was created. They want to basically uh, erase that his that part of history because the the globalists, the George Soros of the world, the Rothschilds, mm-hmm. they they basically want they want to make the U.S. Be a third world country, so they can control it.
0: Right. We still
3: have a middle class, fam, uh, a middle class um, group here, and that's the only reason why, and we have so many people that have guns, that there is among the people well, who are in power that they cannot control the people in the U.S. Okay. Now, think?
2: is that why they're uh, fading out the middle class?
3: Of course,
2: yeah
3: Start fading out the middle class You have two classes You have the poor and then you have the rich And that way it's right. easier to control Easier to control Right, right.
2: Let me ask so, you a question, here, Ruben yeah. I was reading I didn't get enough time to read on this today But they said there was very little difference Between Marxism and communism Can you elaborate well, on that?
3: I, I would say that That Communism in the form of what has been going on in Cuba or what's been going on in, in China. There's different types of communism. I mean, right. when, you visit, when you visit China, there's a form of communism in the sense that the, the state, the government, has control over your life. I mean, they can control you, they can tell you, okay, you know, you cannot have more than one child or, or you, you have to work here. But at the same time, there's a form also of capitalism where individuals go to school and then they go and work and they make money. But if you go to another form of communism, which is in Cuba, where the government totally has control of you and you don't have any rights to make any money, every every penny belongs to the state. That's a different form of communism. Cultural well, Marxism, that. Go ahead. Cultural go Marxism. Ahead. In my understanding. Is the form of changing the whole, what was it, the traditional way of living, the traditional way of thinking into another form of basically more where the, where the state controls you.
1: Yes, uh, right. Ruben, I'm back. Religion. Okay.
2: Right. Ruben, I'll tell you, that's what Hillary is doing. She wa- she's telling everybody she wants to give them all a check. Yes. She controls everybody. Right. Everybody's okay. poor, and everybody's rich. She wants to give everybody a handout to go to di- to become a dictator country.
1: Uh, Ruben, Come, you know, Ruben, monsters, Can you hear me?
2: Call
3: it. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm back. I guess they just dropped a call or something. Um, that was the Clinton. But,
3: that was the Clinton campaign.
1: <laughs> right. That was. Yeah. Campaign.
2: You got that right. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I know, but but any, anyhow Okay, so getting well, back to I, I, this I, I, no, 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 no.
3: Uh, I wanted to, to respond to your answer And I was okay. mentioning to Luther I think another part of this whole um, reason behind the cultural Marxism Is also to erase the traditional Judeo-Christian That our country was founded on
2: Right, for the last, yes very. That's exactly it.
1: Right. What do you think? Um, yes. And and so, all, but also, I want to mention. Um, I, I told you how it came back into um, the, the United States. It was pre-Hitler. Um, right. but, ha- but I need to mention this. Okay. Most importantly, the Frankfurt School crossed marks with Freud. Okay. Th- this is what a lot of people do not know. Um, They took from psychology the technique of psychological conditioning, okay, and today uh, when the, the cultural Marxists want to do something like normalize homosexuality, they do not argue the point philosophically. They just beam it into your television show, okay, one show after another into every American home where the only normal seeming white male is homosexual, okay, so... Um, and that's what we see with Hollywood and on TV. Okay, um, and, you know it's it just it, it's just one show after another where there's all sex in there. And now now it's it's almost like you don't see a show anymore where that's not even prevalent. So they normalized right. it. Okay, they normalized the homosexuality, and they do the same thing with the pornography. And the pornography has driven up human trafficking. Tenfold, okay? Right. Because on purpose to create chaos. And I, 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 uh huh. Now, why they now closed you mental. see the connection? Yeah,
3: now you Go see ahead, the look. connection? Go ahead, look
2: That's why they close all the mental hospitals, too. You leave the mental out in the streets, they create, they create havoc. It's all a plan.
1: Yes, it, it is a plan. And, in the United States, it's also a plan to um, to bring down the white male, okay? Well. To make yeah, him the, feel guilty about being yeah. a white male and, and to numb his brain. Go ahead.
3: I, I think even beyond the, uh, bringing down the white male, the, the, as, I, as, I, as I, was, I was mentioning to Luther, it's to bring down and, and, and eliminate the middle class without – Middle class, um, the intellectuals, the academians, the the uh, the ruling class, the ruling political class, can control everyone else. You know, right now it's hard, very very challenging to control uh, the United States because there's a large middle class still, and there's a lot a lot of people that have guns. And yeah. I think cultural Marxism, cultural Marxism, has taken. One step in, in the direction that they want to go. But I think they're not there. They're far from being where they want to be because there's a lot of opposition in our country. Yes. And, uh, and that, that, that's keeping us from becoming the gulag of, the Rus- of, 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 of what happened in Russia. Because what we have right now is a user friendly Marxism instead of the dracon, draconian gulag. Version of the uh, uh, of what um, what happened in Russia with uh, with um, uh, all the Russian dictators. Lenin. Can I say something? Len-
1: all right, um, and so, but getting back to what's happening here, the big thing is um, how how do we come together to uh, to recognize this what it is. And go for Can I answer that question? With a treatment. Go ahead, Luther.
2: Well, to the black people that are out here listening, you're Christian too. And they don't realize what's going on. They're Christian people. This is not, I mean, we've got to become united. The black people got to realize they're Christians. They want to destroy Christians. It won't only be the white. It'll be the black too. And other Well, yeah. the
3: uh, as I said about the middle class, I think the 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 the, uh, the primary purpose, in my opinion, uh, regarding cultural Marxism, besides the, the the religious and the culture aspect of it, is to destroy capitalism. Yes, capitalism. They, they want to basically. Uh, and that's that was my next question to you do you believe based on on, on, on the research and, and the knowledge you have that capitalism is the number one primary focus even ahead of changing the behavior the social behaviors of people by injecting a pornography uh, 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 sex and drugs uh, uh, reality shows I do you f- find that above all of that, that capitalism is still the primary focus of of the, uh, of the people who believe in social
1: markets? Yes, that that's the end game, is to take over um, the, the economy fully. And by the way, I want to mention that because uh, my family comes from Eastern Germany, um, at least a part of my family does, and You know, I can remember my mom, my grandma, saying that when they came from that country, um, they had to wait on line for bread, food sometimes. Everything was rationed, medication, okay, because the government had total control over the economy. And, you know, so, and that's what they've begun to do here. First with Obamacare, they took over the health care. Um, you know, and then they want to do every aspect of the economy. And by the way, um, they were not allowed to have weapons. Only the police and everybody. So you, so you had, you faced. You know, a, a policeman can shoot you, but you know, you can't shoot back. Well, I mean, you know, not that you would, but suppose you weren't doing anything, they can use excessive force against you.
2: So um,
1: in in those countries, yes. And, and that's another thing they will go after is the Second Amendment because the um, Second Amendment is the right to bear arms. And once they make that illegal, then the American citizen becomes sitting duck. They, the government can send you, issue a deportation notice even though you're a citizen here. Or they can issue a notice to have your gun taken away, and then somebody will come over here and take your gun away, um, even though it was your right to own one. And and when they do that, by the way, they don't just stop at the door. They'll come inside your house and search you and, and, and whatnot. So we're, we're dealing with a, a very fierce type of government. And I can remember my mom saying, you never trusted the police in Germany. When they came to your house, you were afraid. You ran. Right. Because the police were, you know, in the United States, the police are supposed to protect the American citizen and, you know, and reinforce the law. In those countries, um, it's a little bit different. It's whoever is in power controls the police department, and they could very much do whatever they wanted against you. So... Um, Yeah, so you have all that coming into play, and it's it's a totally different type of government. And I want to say something to students. Um, See, many people in America here, here today, particularly the young ones, have not experienced it at this level because they were born here in the United States. So they don't know the signs and symptoms. And that's why it's our job to wake them up you know, and say, "Do you want to live in a country like this?" um a hundred years ago uh when this was big, still is big by the way, over there uh when a lot there were a lot of immigrants coming to this country from germany, poland um you know all those countries over there, they were escaping this. And they came here, and now, if you don't have it in your history or don't know your history, then you become like somebody like me, you're in a panic state, because this is the same thing now that's going on here. I only injected what I call American communists, and that's that's the cultural Marxist here. Um, so and unfortunately, these people knew how to get a hold of our children in the school. So um, so now we are back to, to this. And so the question becomes, uh, and I think Luther started to answer, it's how, how do we clean this out? Number one, it's not going to be easy because the first step in order for somebody to clean it out and rectify it, you have to realize that, that there's a problem to begin with and you have to, to know the disease that you're treating and, and then you can go ahead and treat it. So um, not that uh, I'm up for, for saying on how to treat it, but the first thing we can do is go back to our our churches, uh, our religion, go back to Christ because that's where you learn your values. And uh, religion, by the way, is one way in how we connect to, with, with other cultures. Because you have black Christians, white Christians, okay, uh, Spanish Christians, okay, it, that is a uniter, okay, and, and so you have to go back to there, um, and that's the very first thing. And some say, you you know, oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention God in all this, okay, in, in communism, they don't worship God, and you're not allowed to worship God, Um. In fact, my family wasn't allowed to to worship there. If you worshiped anything, um, it had to be done secretly in your house.
2: That's right. And it had to be done like you know, that. You had no
1: Bibles, deal. okay? So, and they took them away in many cases. They saw you with a Bible, boom, you know, they took that stuff away. And they also took a lot of um, literature away to... Uh, and the same thing, even in our education system, back in the nine in the nineteen nineties, they took away um, the book called the Great Books. Those books taught about Western civilization. They, those were like Beowulf and um, a few a few others, if I can remember. Those were removed from the public school system. So. You know, and and even going back to the '60s, again you had those who who rewrote the educational curriculum back then. So, so you wouldn't know your your history um, that happened earlier in the 1900s. That's all done on purpose, right? So that the new well, people I... can come in, and it's almost like it's almost like Pavlov's experiment. Do we know Pavlov's experiment to train yes. the mind that way Psychology,
3: <laughs> psych 101. yeah so uh, to continue to continue on on asking you these questions uh Doreen since you're the uh most expert in, in uh-huh. culture, uh I had mentioned already that i, I uh, capitalism the question i asked you before, uh, isn't capitalism one of the primary focus of, of the cultural Marxism uh, globalist souls? do you believe that uh, discrediting the American constitution discrediting the American founding fathers is also very high under our agenda
1: yes because that represents tradition Anything in tradition has to be destroyed because what they want to do is they want to actually rewrite the curriculum. Okay, so in order to do that, they have to destroy what's old and traditional and get it out of sight and get it out of mind so that they can retrain the new generation coming up into their ideology of cultural Marxism. And so they... And and by the way, um, they do that at a very early age these days. Um, If you notice, if you go back to the 1970s, maybe even a little further, um, during the 1970s or even the 1950s, uh, the American family was very strong. Okay? And, in fact, you know, it's... Very unheard of to get a divorce if you did, you were kind of scorned at um, you know the first thing they went after was the family institution and the church, and they took prayer out of school uh, and and so that was the first thing they went out, they went after and once you destroy the family you, you can begin with the social chaos because um, it, that back then. You know, did you ever watch the shows of the nineteen fifties? Um, you had um, honeymooners, I Love Lucy, fam you know, family yes, shows yes. like that. Okay, my, all my
3: favorite shows.
1: Yes, very, very family oriented. Okay, well, it took Herbert Marcuse one generation from nineteen thirty five when he came here to. 1960, because that's when the revolution, student revolution started. It took him one generation to put this stuff into the minds of kids, particularly at college campuses where where it has, it has erupted. Um, and since then, we have never really recovered from it, right. because right, because these people, these students, what they did was, you know, 70s. <coughs> They dressed up, put a suit on, okay? They even had a family of their own, okay? And, and now they have gotten jobs in education, media, key areas of controlling the mind. And that's, that's, that was two that I mentioned, even, even government. And they're all this hippie generation or this um, so-called uh, flower, flower people generation they're all people, I would say in their late sixties and they're all in power now well
3: I, I would add i would add I would add something else in regards to eliminating the uh the prayers in, in uh or religious expression uh I think their intention has always been that their excuse when they bring that up is that uh is to, that that it that the whole prayer. And religious expression In the schools That it violates The separation of church and state Which is BS uh, Well, but that's another added Reason what they bring up I yeah. can tell
2: you When they started this The mm-hmm. last time I heard it in school Was in 1976 By 1977 It was already out of school It started that long ago I remember oh, distinctly yeah. So this has been going on for a long, long time.
3: Well, it, it's been going on for a long time, but it, 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 it's been a gradual process. These individuals, these cultural Marxist globalists, uh, don't do anything. They don't rush anything. It's a, it's a gradual process. People will not notice because they've been distracted with you know reality shows and, and sports but it's just a gradual process because I remember when I was in grammar school and, and, and we basically had our prayers in the morning. Uh, as soon as we we all stood up and and, and prayed, uh, I went to a, I went to a traditional Roman Catholic school in New York City, and but things started changing with the next generation of people who went to that same
1: school.
2: Well, mm-hmm. none, yeah. Let's
1: talk about the medical side of this Yeah, yeah. hold on I just want to say one thing, Luther That um, multiculturalism Is not good for any culture By the way It's not good for blacks It's not good for whites, Hispanics, or whatever um, Because it has a a Dumbing effect upon all of them Go ahead, Luther Christian people Yeah Yeah, Christian people as well um, but, and I want to point out something, um, that I learned from, you all know who James O'Keefe is?
3: Who?
1: James O'Keefe? Yes. Heard
3: yeah, name. James, yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. He's with Project Veritas. Yes.
3: Um,
1: okay. One day at a rally at um, Rutgers University, he called me in. Um, he said, do you want to come join my lecture? And I said, Okay. So um, so I went in and I sat with him and um, and he was talking about this and um, he says to us he says he said what you can do to beat this is beat them at their own game that's what he turned around and said uh, so he said he said um, to accuse to to say to them okay you want cultural Marxism we'll give it to you. We're going to give you bestiality. We're going to give you everything and throw it in your face and accuse you of it. That's what he turned around and said. That, that was his method. I don't know if it's right, but, but that's what, what he said. So to beat them well, at their own game. Go ahead. I,
3: I, I, I agree with James. Uh, he was on my – when I had my, my own radio, radio show, he was on the show – um, I, I, I definitely believe that if you're going to attack me, I'm going to attack you right back. Uh, and, uh, so I'm going to put it out there.
1: And I remember that what he said, because then, um, then about a few weeks later, he sends me some, uh, saying that the kids in the, this group, uh, have made pictures, um, you know, wasn't the kids in the group? They just made the picture of a human being with a with an animal, and they started spreading around. They said, "This is what we think of your institutions." <laughs> so, so I said, "Okay, what what a great way uh, of fighting this?" Um, you, you know. So, uh, but but anyhow, the 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 gist of this is is, and in fact, even what I got out of that lecture is. The left is promoting this, okay? Feminism, um, and by the way, we forgot to mention marriage, same-sex marriage, okay? Um, if the left is promoting this as normal, okay, and particularly say one man marrying one man or one one woman marrying a mother, uh, a woman, um, who's to say that a human being cannot go ahead and marry a dog, and then it would be legal, okay? Oh, well, I know Luther's saying, oh, boy. No, but that's what's coming next, okay? Um, and, you know, then ask yourself the question, does the dog get Obamacare? Okay. Keep going with the questions, okay? Because where does this lead to? Is polygamy normal? Okay. Should you should you marry one man and several wives or the other way around? Um, well, fact, Obamacare. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Obamacare is designed for people that can't pay their deductibles or can't pay the bill that's left on
1: them.
2: Why is that designed like that? So they can take our homes and push us to the city. Number two, medical marijuana. I talked to somebody the other day, got rheumatoid arthritis. I said, get some hemp oil and put it on your tongue. It works. You know what the person said to me? I can't because I can't get a job. Number three, during the election in 2012, Obama didn't said he didn't want to bring it up to the Supreme Court to legalize marijuana. Well, that was not that's what we all thought. Well, he passed a law just recently. Federal law: if you have a medical marijuana card, you do not have a right to own a gun. All this what, is a plan, and it's a big plan. They said plan. that. They said yeah. that. That's what I heard. Yep. So that's Uh, been kept kept from the public now, hasn't it?
1: Yes, and actually, I believe, ultimately, cultural Marxism was designed to fail from the beginning so that we would go to this dictator state, dictatorial state, almost like Obamacare was designed to fail from the beginning so that you can go to a single-payer system.
3: No doubt about it.
1: Yeah, so it was done on purpose. So, in other words, what I'm saying to you, to Ruben and and you, Luther, is that you were born in a society like me that was being experimented upon, and a social well, experiment designed to experiment designed to fail from the beginning.
2: Well, if you ever wanted to fix out the medical problem in this country, the people that don't have insurance, I believe, it should take two percent of their take-home pay to be taken
1: out for medical care. So has well, you, that is Ruben. Do you want to get that one?
3: Obamacare, as, as everyone has heard, you know, the premiums keep going up. Um, from the very start, the single-payer system that is um, being used in Canada, and I lived in Canada for, for about four, for four to six months, and – I, I have to tell you, a lot of the Canadians that I spoke to, they they told me if it's a minor issue, like uh, someone has a cold and they need to go to the doctor, they get service very quickly. But if it's a major surgery, forget it. You, you go on a waiting list. Because
2: that's turned into depopulation of people. They want people to get worse right. before they get to the right doctor. They're as good as dead or half, three quarters. Exactly. Dead. Yeah.
3: And, and and I at that time I was working for the Canadian Embassy and I was stationed in Ottawa, Canada. And the Canadians that couldn't afford to to wait, they would cross into Vermont, into New Hampshire into a lot of the New England states to get treated. Get medicine. Because they, couldn't, they couldn't They couldn't. wait. Wow. Oh, yeah.
1: See, I believe that.
2: Talk about the borders fraud where they got them going from Chicago to Wisconsin. Where did they learn to do that at? Well, they were doing that 20 years ago on welfare fraud. People from Chicago had addresses from Wisconsin so they'd go across the border and get some more money. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, but, so you can figure out how they figured out voters' fraud right there. If we corrected the welfare system, all the fraud, the bridge chart fraud, the, the, all of this, a, people on SSI that can work, if we reevaluated everything, we could bring ourselves out of debt a lot quicker than people think. Get rid of welfare alone and the problems of welfare alone, it would pay the debt in 20 years, I heard.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all by design. All this stuff coming at you is um, designed to uh, make us fail on purpose.
2: Yeah, but they're no so longer that, they're no longer tricking anybody. People are figuring this out. We got YouTube. You wanna you wanna find out the real news on what goes on over in Europe, Israel's news. Get them get them in on YouTube and listen to what they're saying. And you're getting you're, and you're hearing exactly what's going on over there what we're hearing from our own radio is the exact opposite
1: yeah um
2: so when you so listen but, to Obama, remember it's reverse psych, reverse psychology when you think he says it's exact opposite
1: right
3: well right. i learned i learned that I learned that a long time ago whatever the. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever the politician tells you, I do the opposite.
2: That's right. That's what we got to teach the people.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But but anyhow, um guys, we are out of time. Um and Ruben, do you want to do a closer?
3: Well, I I would say that I would tell all our listeners to keep the faith and and and, and believe that that Donald Trump will win on November eighth and not
1: mm-hmm.
3: believe anything that the lying left wing media says. And just go and vote for Donald Trump.
1: Yes. And um mm-hmm. folks I do wanna mention if you can go ahead and make a donation to students for a better dot com. That's students for a better dot com. That's where you go right on the main website there. That would be awesome because it is a nonprofit and it brings shows to um uh, to you like this one, uh, that really get the facts straight. Uh, but um uh, Luther, did you wanna say something?
2: Yeah, uh, I wanted to finish off what Ruben just said. Um Okay. The people the people need to go to YouTube two and, and 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 the facts and the truths there. And you right. go to YouTube and they see what's going on in Europe, they'll, you'll see it.
0: Right. Uh, this okay, is how we and, teach. This uh, is
2: what the government's biggest enemy is, is Internet. Yep. I said and that folks, 15 years ago, and I'll say that now. It's caught up to them.
1: Um, and, folks, we're out of time. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to us. And um, for next week, we have a great show with Wendy Linday. She's going to give commentary on the um election day and also John Scott will be back with us. So another great show coming up. So folks for next week, um thank you and have a good night. God bless. Yeah. All right. Good night. Yeah.